Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here in a beautiful mid-end of summer, beginning of fall night. We've got... uh, The leaves are turning, it's getting a little bit cold, and uh, as a soccer official, boy, I can't wait for this season to end. Boy, my, my, I don't know how these kids wear these shorts. The blue knobby knees is a good look for you. Oh, yeah, it's it's not a good feeling, I'll tell you. So I got one more week to go of of freezing, uh, uh, and then uh, we go inside for basketball. But uh, uh, we had... uh, uh, a, a guest uh, uh, that's on tonight to to join us that uh, I I met ab- uh, about a year or so ago through my friend Mikey D Bartolo in Chicago. Uh, my, Mike uh, met Bob uh, Bob Losey and uh, he's here joining us tonight. Bob, uh, thanks for coming in tonight. More than welcome. Uh, we appreciate you taking the the ride down from uh, beautiful Hyde Park. Hyde Park, yeah. Hyde Park. Uh, Boy, that 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 like Wolfie's town is, is Hull. That's taken a little transformation over the last sure has. Y- few years, hasn't it? It has. It has. Uh, we, I, with Red Cross, we help with the transformation there. They burn every time a building gets burnt down there. They buy it sight unseen. It's yeah. a gorgeous condo there. Before Absolutely. I've left from Red Cross, there's a beautiful condo there. Yeah, yeah, three condos in the one built in the, the one building yeah. arrow. You know, yeah. the, the triple deckers like Southie. There aren't any triple deckers any longer. Really, they're all, they're all condos. Well, uh, yeah. but three condos, uh, yeah. like I said, you used to be, be able to buy a triple decker in Southie for a hundred grand for yeah. all three units, yeah. Yeah, right? No, Wolfie, am I a, wrong? That doesn't buy a parking spot now. No, that's right, not a parking spot in the garage. And the, and the, but the kids that live there are making buku barrels of money. It doesn't matter to them. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Nope. South Boston, the whole city's changed. Yeah. Yeah, we just had um, uh, Ed Flynn on. Oh, yeah, a a few weeks ago, and um, very interesting talking about his background and this and that and court officer and and, army veteran. If I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. and and what I really admired uh, when he came in, he was talking about the fact that the Boston City Council was looking to cut the veterans' budget. By one million dollars, insanity. I, I, that's what he called it. Yep. Insanity. And, and he said, it, he just had. He said, totally unconscionable, you know. And, and eventually, they all changed their mind. Well, I think the tide's starting to turn. You you saw two incumbent district councilors lose uh, in Boston this past September, and uh, calling them extremists is, is is not going far enough. Uh, so hopefully the people of Boston, especially the district seats, are coming to their senses, and they're going to elect people like-minded of the majority of the people <coughs> from Boston. So, so you, so um, and and we don't get into the political end. Wolfie and right. I, Billy, can handle what we yep. what we don't know already here. <laughs> but uh, y- yeah, there's a, a, a little bit of um, 
fringe activity, we'll say, going on? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the change is coming. And, and again, you ask for people that are going to represent your thoughts and, and, and your well-being uh, and, and not go out in a cliff and, and go to the extreme on either side for that matter. Yeah. Whether you're a progressive or, or, a, uh, or a conservative, people want to be represented. To the, to the best of your ability. And that's, again, that's where the change is coming. And, and they elected two, uh, they, they voted out two incumbents. And and for the audience, Bob, why don't you introduce yourself sure. and, and let everybody know who you are, sir. My name is Bob Losey. I live in Boston. And I am a retired, um, I was the National Legislative and Political Director for the Mail Handlers Union in Washington. Wow. Uh, for 14 years. Prior to that, mm-hmm. I was the New England president, represented mm-hmm. the six New England states. Um, for the mail? Uh, for the mail handlers union. And now I'm working for the Labor's International Union, uh, which was my international union to begin with, but now I'm working for them on a part-time basis, consulting and doing some Very legislative nice. and political work. Beautiful, beautiful. That's why I have an opinion on politics. Right or wrong, Well, I have an opinion. That's, o- that, that's okay. Because we honor all the people who fought and gave their lives and, and, and their time so you could be as so I could be as wrong as I could be. Yeah. Absolutely. See? Yep. They gave me the right to be this stupid. They, and I want to thank you for the bomb heart and I'm using that to the best of my extreme abilities. <laughs> to be that ridiculous. Well we're getting uh, <laughs> Well thank you all for we're, that. We're getting the most out of uh uh what we uh what we have. But uh and before we, 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 we go on I, I have to share the audience with the audience uh, something that happened to us last week. Uh, and I have my hand over Rosa Johnson's name uh, because last week she was in, uh, Rosa is with the uh, the VA um, um, domestic, domestic violence, domestic violence uh, uh, department. We were running short on things to be really sad about, so I'm glad you found her, Greg, so we could go home. I was just mumbling to myself all the way. Because it wasn't enough. It wasn't yeah. enough sadness. Yeah, thank you for getting more sad. Yeah, we need we need another uh, uh, another Kleenex uh, uh, program. But uh, the, the next day, we got an email from her, and her son was in with her. Nice kid who was in the seventh or eighth grade. Very shy. Didn't say too much. You trumpet player. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I talked to him. One. I told him some things. He, yeah. He oh, was cool. no. Well, you remember what his name is? Freddie. Freddie. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. Yeah. I told him to look up the song Freddie Freeloader, which is a jazz tune. And uh, he was cool. And she was really nice. She, they, they wrote a, an email the next day. And Fred, little Fred said it was like coming to be part of his family. Oh, Everybody wow. was so nice, and that was the comment from a, a an eighth grader just l- l- looking there. Oof. But you, you know, Bob, that's what we're trying to offer here. Right between Wolfie and I, Gino's in the same boat now. We got a a brother, Justin, that's with the Vietnam Veterans Association. Jenny Babcock uh, is with the. Uh, 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 regional uh, coalition of suicide uh, uh, prevention and and awareness. She she has COVID tonight, or she wouldn't be in. Um, we we have a nice group, and and it it it, it uh, I I read it to Wolfie, and and 
it's it's probably the nicest thing anybody's ever said about us. Yeah, and he was sitting between Gino and I, so that yeah. kid could probably be a, a Navy SEAL or a combat Marine if he thought we were okay. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, he so didn't stand a chance. So welcome to so welcome to the show, Bob. Thank you. Thank with, you. With, it's, uh, I'm in, I know I'm going to enjoy my hour here, and um, again, it's about giving back, and you guys are doing it to the community, especially the veterans uh, community. Well, and and uh, about. Four years ago, there was a young lady downstairs, Anna Dunbar, that was with Brett Miller and the 110 Fitness Group. And she said, Greg, St. Elizabeth's Hospital has this veterans program going on for Parkinson's disease. And I said, I really don't know anything about it. I, I can't imagine it would have any bearing on us or whatever. About five days later, my good buddy Mikey says, hey, Greg, I got Parkinson's disease. Within the same two-week period of time. And so once I looked into it, um, uh, and since then, we've realized that according to VA statistics, 11% of all Parkinson's sufferers are veterans. So they're looking at 110,000 members of the uh, veteran community. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. The Did, burn pits, yeah. uh, what they went through. Agent Orange. Uh, Agent Orange. Uh, my brother has, uh, doesn't have Parkinson. He had heart disease and diabetes attributed to Agent Orange um, from Vietnam. And There's a whole uh, list yeah. of, of, of the of, oil fields uh, burning. Yep. Of, the burn yeah. pits. Oh, yeah. You know, McGinnis right. gave us a new one. He's this. He was the Hingham Transportation Division. The only one who's okay for that whole thing is uh, Francine Nesson. Everybody else is a mess. We lost Peter Aza. Poor McGinnis is a mess. He said the sickest he was in the whole time is they gave him some anti, you know, not mustard gas, whatever that stuff was, pills. So when the, what the hell was that gas? Cyanide gas, whatever it was that they thought they were going to put on him. He said those pills made him Made so it worse sick, than, the, yeah. than the... Well, they never that, got yeah, gas. They thought it was going to be sarin attack. Yeah. Is that what, yeah, I think it was sarin. Yeah. It so, bean. Yeah. So he said that Crazy. wiped him out. Yep. And they got all these shots, so... Our shots and, and and the pills and the things we gave the guys was worse than the combat. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I actually, I actually have a buddy that was leading troops over in the first Gulf War. Yeah, this and I, was. The yeah, first and Gulf I remember War. he told me I specifically. I remember he said to me, yeah. "I told my guys, don't take these pills." So he either knew something or suspected something. But so he, that story is uh, familiar yeah. to me because you don't know. Sometimes the medicine's worse than the cure. Yeah. You don't you know. And, you don't, and, you, don't, you and, certainly and, don't know what the right answer well, is. Well, and there was a lot of trial stuff going well, on. Back like then, now. and Wolfie and I had a had a had a time that we were testing for Hep C. Yeah, we pulled that. And off. and the problem that 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 well, they got it through all their problems in in, in the military, but the at shots. that it was the shots. They got all the same. There was like wasn't a needle. Everyone knows he's it was new. an air, it was an air needle I, gun. Yeah, you, yeah everyone out there knows. I don't know. Yeah, what I'm talking about. and you get about twenty five shots about. at once. They right. had one thing, and they just went. It wasn't a needle, but some gun or something. Yeah, they just went down and gave everyone the shot, and that transferred the blood. And gave everybody oh, had that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. Whatever the first guy had, the last guy got. Is, yeah. Um, can yeah. I just tell everybody something quick? This was about McGinnis. He, he's you know a really close friend of mine. He's a mess and and. He signed up for the PACDAC. Yep. Which is terrific. Yeah. Except 
he's not so great with all that stuff. I can't help him with it. His wife is good, but not terrific with that. Yeah. And he has to run a little bit of a gauntlet. And he finally said, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm <sighs> not going to another appointment. I'm not doing it. So, of course, I called up Ponce and I said, what are we going to do? Yeah. We have to get advocates. You know, if you're good enough to do that yourself, then you don't need it. That's sure. our theory. Sure. If you have a computer and six kids and four cars and you get the newspaper and you right. can do everything, you don't need all the services. But I tell people all the time, and, it, and it's a fact, contact your member of Congress and do a congressional inquiry, and they have up to 10 days. If you go there and you sign a, 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 a release form, um, within 10 days they'll get an answer for where you are. In the process, you mean? Yes, yep. So use yeah. your congressmen or women, uh, whoever represents you in your district, and it's easy enough to find. There's nine congressional districts in Massachusetts. Um, we we, we have Congressman and, Lynch. Yeah, so we have Danny. Yeah. Danny Lynch is is just working on veterans, but but you want you somebody. Know, you, you want to go to your own congressional district. So down here is a split between um, Keating, Keating, yeah, Keating and Lynch. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in yeah. Keating's district, you want to go to yeah, Bill's office. That's yeah. Plymouth, where I live. I think um, it's Keating. Well, he's got an office down in Plymouth, but he's really down the, Keating's really down the Cape. He's got the Cape and Islands. Oh, yeah. Oh, but he's got the whole thing down. He's got New Bedford, if I'm correct, too. I believe so, yeah. Maybe even Fall River. Yeah. 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 That might yeah. be Lynch, but it doesn't matter. So, yeah. so yes, if you're uncomfortable... You're, I said, are you in it? He says, I'm in. I'm good. I'm fine. I just can't go to another appointment. They sent him to Brockton. They're not there. They sent him to a doctor. Mm -hmm. The doctor's not there. And the guys can't re-keep doing all that driving to the... So um, contact your veteran service officer or call, call Greg and I, and we're going to get you some advocates. So Ponce is working on advocates and... Um, yeah, um, we got we got to simplify... Walk, you need to be walking. It's like us. Greg and I can't do it. No, I'll do it for you. Greg and I can't do it either. So no. we're going to get some nice people who are comfortable with the stupid forms and going to the damn doctor's thing to walk each person through. So don't bail out of the deal. Even some of the state offices are helpful. Uh, some of the state senate offices as well as state reps, even though it's not their jurisdiction, they are helpful. They well, have advocates. And, and I think that one of our friends, Gail Clark, she's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks, Wolfie. So we can we can really yeah. uh, uh, beat her up a little bit. Yeah, she's the director of geriatric services at yeah. at, at the Brockton VA Hospital. Okay. So she's a great one for helping to she train. Can answer things. Yeah, and yep. and helping to train on how to use some of the indirect uh, tele. Too, yep. the, you know, there was all the the telehealth yep. stuff. Well, first the, the, they didn't have tablets. Right. Then they didn't know how to use them. Right. So that's what that's what she was involved in that type of a solution. So and, and she and she understands how ridiculous us old guys are. So she was on the show, and the telehealth is really yep. magnificent. And the crew that was very uncomfortable doing it, they had kids train. It was wonderful. And I said, Gail, you missed the singly most important thing. I said, none of us can remember our passwords. She said, the hell with HIPAA. I have everyone's passwords. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hey, with, with that, Lab, why don't we take our first break? Uh, we'll be back uh, after these messages with uh, our good friend Bob Losi, uh, who's in to talk about uh, his veterans' activities and uh, his great golf tournament that, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we hope that we can... Uh, help him with tonight. So take it away, Lyle. We'll be back after these messages. Well, welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here tonight with uh, Bob Losey uh, is our guest uh, coming in, uh, in tonight. We're uh, 
down a couple of our co-hosts, uh, our dear uh, Jenny uh, Babcock is uh, down with COVID right now, so she's... Uh, Listening, uh, though. Oh, I'm sure she is, and taking copious notes. She's and, taking uh, notes. I'll be getting criticizing texts. Either Nancy <laughs> yeah. Ross criticizes me, for, rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 on our game. we, we, we get, we, we get uh, people uh, watching out for us or, or whatever, but... Uh, we 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 we've, we've had some great success over the years building uh, this network. But Bob, uh, uh, you've been at, at work uh, for the last uh, several years, helping out to raise uh, a whole bunch of funds for some deserving uh, vets. How are you doing that, Bob? And what are you doing? So we run a golf tournament every year uh, at George Wright Golf Course in High Park. Pretty convenient for me. It's like a mile and a half from my house. Beautiful. Donald, uh, Ross design. Donald Ross design. Donald Ross design. Oh, it's a gem of a golf it's course. It's rated one of the top municipal courses in the country. Sure is. Uh, Scott Allen is the pro, and Scott does an amazing job, and uh, Joe and Billy and the rest of the crew up at George Wright, uh, my hat's off to them, and uh, people from all over the country come to High Park to play that course. Yes, yeah, yeah. uh, we played it. Um, my 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 cousin was a member there back in the early '90s, when it was very much a municipal course. Yes. You know, it was burnt out. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of money. A lot of money, not not a lot of right. in, investing uh, went into it. And Mayor uh, Menino brought it back. Um, Mayor Menino was a a, a, a golfing uh, enthusiast, enthusiast, enthusiast. I can't even say it. Enthusiast. Enthusiast. Thank you. Um, he played a lot of golf when he wasn't uh, the mayor, of course, yeah. uh, on his off days. But uh, brought the course back, and it's in fantastic shape. And, yes, we've been doing our golf tournament. It's 23 years. So this June will be our 24th year. When we started it, our goal was $100,000. And we're, if we haven't topped $800,000, we're right at the cusp wow. of raising wow. $800,000 for, for the tournament. And 100% of the proceeds... Um, go to the Homeless Center for Veterans on Court Street in Boston. And uh, if you know anything about that uh, uh, tell us center, a, Tell us a little bit about it, Bob. So the center brings veterans together. Uh, there's housing there, so you can live there. You've you got to pay a, you know, a certain amount depending on your earnings. But um, Andy McCauley is, is the... Uh, Commander Andy McCauley. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah, he's a friend it, of the show. So yeah, yeah. He, he's been on. We're talking about his aircraft. Yeah. Uh, Andy is um, um, uh, does captain. an amazing job. Yeah. And he's been running it now for at least five or six years, if my memory serves me right. Maybe even longer. Maybe even a little bit more. Yeah, and he does an incredible job, and they're, they're um, building more rooms are for they? our veterans. Are they? they are. How are they doing that? So they took out the third floor... Um, and I don't know what was up there, but they did individual bedrooms. And what they're trying to do is many individuals' bedrooms as possible. You know, you're living in you're, you're living there as your residence. You want your privacy as much sure. as possible. Sure. I mean, there were still some barracks. Yeah. With, with you know x amount of beds in one yeah. big room, but the, the bedrooms are becoming more and more um, prevalent, and and. It just it, it works out quite well, and they're beautiful, too. They've spent a tremendous amount of money uh, invested over the last several years there, haven't they? They have, and, and they're just not funded as much as they should be. Um, so these fundraisers that people run for them are, are quite helpful. And sure. 
actually we are the longest serving uh, charitable arm for for this institution. Uh, we've been going, like I said, 24 years. And wow. Wow. I don't think anyone's close to us. And we're going to continue to do it. My goal now is a million dollars. Nice. Very nice. Uh, and we're going to hit it. And it's in funny. Just, in most, just a few more years? Yeah. And it's funny. Most golf tournaments, after 10 years, they lose their life. And people don't attend. And they find other things to do. And this one is getting more and more popular, which is it's why, kind of why, funny. Why do you, what, what do you, what do you uh, devote yeah. that? Or what do you, re, what, why? Veterans. I think people are finally getting it. I shouldn't say finally get it, getting it. Most people have known all around, along rather, that we need to support our veterans. Yep. And Wolf, you said it best. You can misspeak or, or speak in terms that other people don't because of, of our veterans. Yeah. They gave us that right. And, and uh, some of us abuse it. You know, but the bottom line on it is it's because our veterans why we're free today. No um, question. No, and no, we don't no do question. We don't do enough for them, as far as I'm concerned. Can I tell you something really good, how important? You know, it sounds like, oh, he has a little golf tournament. He gives a little bit of money to somebody. The fire in Southie, where did I go? Yesterday. Or the day before, I, I'm supervisor Ray Cross disaster team. So they said, one person's displaced in Southie. It's kind of a nice day. I said, well, let me make a few. The office, the mayor's office called them, mm-hmm. not the fire department. And I said, put the guy inside the building, and uh, I'll get someone for him. They said, I think he's a veteran. I said, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Yep. If he's not inside the building in the clubhouse, we're going to have a real problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, he better be sitting in one of those soft chairs with his there feet up when I show up. And get so, back so, to the... But listen, this, this is yeah. how important what you're saying, that this isn't a joke. No. You know, I try and tell a little humor. It's sad stuff. So he says to me, I have no place to go. National Guard. So I said, can I hook up National Guard? They don't take such good care of the National Guard. Old timer. He's been right. for a long time. So because of the stand down, we were just talking about the Hep C. Yeah. And Macaulay has friends in Hull. I have that phone number on a sheet of paper. Wonderful. So I said to the guy, how would you like to have a place to stay tonight in downtown Boston? Yeah. Call that number right up. Yep. They took care of it. So that's how important that is. That guy is in the street, no family, no hope, no nothing, just sitting there dejected. And I said, that's it. We put that and, phone and, number. And that, and that's so that's how important a stupid golf game is. Yeah, and it's so important. Well, <clears throat> you, you couldn't have said that any better. It's so important that we have the resources um, to help people out like that. And, and again, uh, my heart breaks for... Not, uh, I see anyone that's homeless, my heart breaks for them. Sad. And then when you see a veteran that's homeless, I mean, it's it's like a double break for me. <laughs> and, you know, I, I was not in the service. My oldest brother was. My second oldest <laughs> brother was. Uh, and I'm the one that graduated from college. I was the first out of seven to graduate from college. And um, I always regretted mm-hmm. that I didn't go in because um, I think it would have added to my... Um, it would have helped me to 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 grow quicker. Would have would have would have helped me tremendously. Yeah. And Gino and yeah. I, I talk about it all the time. Yeah, that, I see that, it every day. Yeah, I had that Peter Pan syndrome. I, I hate to say it, and I, I finally realized that. Um, when did you get you know, out of high school? When did you get out of high 74. school? Seventy-four. Okay. Oh, so the Vietnam War, the the was, draft was gone. I still get drafted, but I was like number two hundred and fifty-five. Oh, great! Yeah, high number. Yeah. And, yep. and, uh, Still out of register, but they weren't taking anybody. Okay. I think they stopped it in '73, maybe. M- maybe some, some sometime around yeah, there. I think yeah. The end of '73. So yeah. I wasn't going to be drafted. 
Uh, both brothers uh, were drafted but enlisted in the Navy. So my two brothers are in the Navy. And um, I just think it would have been a, a, a good fit for me. Yeah. But it wasn't to be. And, and you asked me why earlier why we started doing something for the veterans. Uh, a, a dear friend of yours and mine uh, was the director of the center, uh, the shelter at that time. Now it's called the Center yeah. of Homeless Veterans. Uh, Tom Lyons. I got to know Tom. Uh, I knew his brother Paul. I got to know Tom, and and I sitting around with him one afternoon. And I said, I want to do something. So I started a golf tournament. And uh, Tom like Lyons is a Southie kid. He is. graduated in I think it's '68 or '69, if yep. I'm not mistaken. So Boston High, if I'm correct. Yeah, well. yep, yep. Went down and uh, uh, signed up uh, with twelve of his uh, classmates. Yep. Him, him, and eight others. Of his classmates came back, four didn't, and he's devoted the rest of his life now to to be part part of Never Forget. And and matter he, of fact, um, he um, helped build the first Vietnam Veteran Memorial in South Boston on M Street. He also started a Marine Corps luncheon. Uh, I'm going to get my ass kicked if I get this wrong. I think it's November 10th. It is the Marine it is, Corps it's birthday. My dad's is November. Birthday. All right, November 10th. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I should know that. I actually wear. In Weymouth, I wear today. I got my son's Marine Corps dog tags on, which I've never taken off since Excellent. he came back from Afghanistan. But um, Tommy does a, a Marine Corps luncheon every uh, November tenth, and he'll tell you it started out with twenty six people, and there's probably three hundred people out of that say they were part of that twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today there's over two thousand that attend that luncheon. Two thousand attended, and he is has. Is that the one at Florian Hall? It's no, it's it's much bigger out. than Florian Hall. Yeah. I want to say it's the convention center now. I mean, wow. it blew out of every place wow. he had it. Yeah, wow, uh, wow, good. And so typical of something Tommy would do. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's gotten some national awards for veterans for for, for supporting veterans. Sure. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, um, I think it's three times. The Medal of Honor Winter Society Convention was held in Boston. Sure was, yeah. Because of Tommy, yeah. I sat on the board the first time when it came in. It was like it was one of the greatest honors of my life because I get to meet, you know, growing up. I grew up in the '60s and '70s, and my heroes were Kalia Skramsky and um, you know Harmon Killebrew and Tony Oliva, baseball players. They weren't heroes; they were athletes. Yeah. When I got to meet. Um, Medal of Honor went to Norris, for example, and I think I got his name right. He got two medal. He was involved in two Medal of Honor uh, ceremonies. He got Kids one. like Tom Hudner. Yeah, Tom Hudner. But, uh, uh, but, uh, that had a, I just had a, a, a destroyer or a cruiser named after yes. him, deservedly so. But Norris got one, um, and then he got involved in one. He got shot through the left eye when he went back, and his comrade swam two miles down river, bringing him back, and he got the Medal of Honor. So he was involved in two, but one of my favorite ones was this medal, uh, the Medal of Honor winner that was a medic. A hand grenade was thrown at his battalion. He dove on top of it. And he's, and I, and I, I can remember him saying, he goes, oh, shit, i got to get rid of this. He <laughs> takes it and throws it and went off. He got the Medal of Honor for, for diving on top of the uh, hand wow. grenade. Wow, wow, see, they, wow. these guys are the real heroes. Yeah. It's not baseball no players or, or movie stars. They're not heroes. And, you They're know, entertainers. And, 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 Bob, not only are the, are, the, are the combat, you know, members heroes, those that didn't serve in combat, mm-hmm. and but they still served. Rosie Rivet. 
You I know, mean, the women in World War Two. They signed their they name their down. Houses. Yep. You know, uh, the, the 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 training that they go through yep. is as dangerous as sure is. Is, is anything that anybody would ever go through. Yep. Um, lucky to survive it, and. Uh, can I tell you there's somebody else who's pretty heroic too, and that's a mom who's raising three kids by herself, hoping yep. that her husband doesn't get shot today. No. And he's away at war. Yeah. Yep. You know, heroes come in a lot of flavors, but yep. I agree with what you said. Most of the flavors they come in don't involve uniforms that are costumes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. If yep. you're talking you talk baseball, rock star, movie star, it's they're not heroes. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That's different. Yeah, yeah, Wait a minute, yeah, no. yeah. I, I love Taylor Swift. Oh, 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 okay. I'm going to tell you why I love her. I don't even know who it why. is. Uh-oh. She does so much charitable work that does that goes unrecognized. Yeah, she does. Because she wants it that way. So she's one of these people that when I, I hear people criticizing her, I go, you don't know the story. She does so much. And, and she's one of these people, and this is a true story. So she raised millions of dollars her last um, tour. Oh, yeah. The truck drivers that drove her around, yeah. she wrote them checks for $100,000 Every one each. of them. Yep. Every one of them. And, and different crew members for different amounts, too. Lots of money, 50000 yes. 20000 Nobody be, Because that. she did well and she made a lot of money. She said bonuses for everybody. Yeah. No, nobody does do People that. People don't know that. I wouldn't know one of her songs if I heard it, but, well, we'll, but I we'll sure be, do appreciate we'll, that. We, we, do we'll too. be doing that tomorrow. But tonight we got to take this, this break because we have some sponsors that uh, have a message that they want to get out. So... Uh, Larry, take it away, kid, and uh, we'll be back after these messages for the second half of tonight's show. Take it away, lad. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. We're getting into a discussion about uh, who married who, when, where, uh, but uh, Wolfie is uh, talking about his... Uh, uh, rowing ex, uh, uh, not just uh, rowing the regatta. Yeah, the head of the church, which is yeah, the largest in the world. Yeah, e- yeah, but we go through this like every week. I think it's amazing. My, 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 kids you know, gonna, my kids are going to be rowing real hard so, that so, so, somehow. <laughs> yeah, because as he's getting a little bit on the other side of the, uh, it's amazing of of the hill. Uh, his kids are uh, taking over a little bit, but, but uh, the veteran voice connection uh, rules again. Right next to the Elliott Street Bridge, next to the Cambridge Boathouse, was the most exclusive place you can't get in, you can't get near it, is an American Legion post. No. Yes, there is. The is Marsh Post. Marsh. Yeah. So one forty four. I was a member for 60 years. I said, Charlie. 60-cent Schlitz. American yeah. Legion guy, hell, I need a place to park. He goes, how many spots you need? Yeah. Yep. Oh, perfect. Done. Yeah, not wonderful. I'll give you a funny story with that. So I, was, I worked in Washington, D.C. for 14 years, and the American Legion headquarters were on... L Street, I thought, KRL. And I'm walking by it one day, and I said, you know, I'm going to go in there. And I knock on the door, and the security guy comes down, and I tell him what I was looking for. So someone came down from the American Legion, and I said, do you have any special pins? And he's looking at me like I got three heads. I go, my uncle uh, has been a member of your organization. So at the time, it was, I can tell you what it was, 74 years. Wow. The guy looks at me and goes, what? I said, yeah, yeah. He, he went in World War II at the age of 16. He's now 93. Wow. So I think I got my math right, right? 70, yeah. Can't years. tell what Greg and I, 90, maybe Gino. Uh, <laughs> 74 years, and the guy looked at me like I had three heads. I go, look it up. Yeah. And he did, and he came down with a, like a handful of pins that I gave oh. to my uncle, which he Wow, loved. wow. But oh, yeah, cool. he went in the uh, he went in uh, World War II after getting rejected from the Marines, the Army, the Navy, the Marines, the Army, the Navy, the Marine, the Army, the Navy. You know why he got rejected? He was 98 pounds soaking oh. wet. 
So he <laughs> couldn't make the weight. So his last time, <laughs> literally, last time that he, he had, they had chains on their wallets. So he put all the guys' chains. Boy, that crew so good. My so Susan, he was a sophomore in high school when he got in. Wow, sophomore in high school. High school. He came back and graduated. You know, four years later. Boy, that's oh, a brave man. guy. My Susan just texted, and she rode in, in the big boats and stuff. She was a big deal, Correct. and uh, she just texted and said, "The Wolfman is not over the hill. <laughs> no, he's yeah. over the it's waves. Over the waterfall. He's over the over the it's wave." Over. But you were just talking about your heroes. I didn't have the. You know, I watched all the sports and all. We were hockey. Right. My heroes growing up were Cardinal Cushing. Yep. Because I had a handicapped brother, Rick. You know, Rick. Yeah. And he was the he and Rose Kennedy were the only people Rose who Kennedy were fighting for the handicapped kids. Yep. In those days, it was called retarded. Yeah, yep. and um, now it's called inclusion. Yeah, and 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 uh, John Center. Michael Cooley. Yes. Yeah. John Michael Curley. Those were my heroes. James Michael. James Michael. James Michael. What did I say, John? Yeah. James Michael. Those yeah. were my heroes growing up. Funny. Isn't the, that crazy? The, the, mo- the most unbelievable. They did more for everybody. A- afternoon I ever had on a soccer field came last year. When I showed up the wrong day for a game in East Bridgewater, and uh, sun was out, and there's a bunch of kids playing, and so I'm hanging around the field not knowing what I'm going to do. And one of the organizers came up and said, boy, are you are you an official? We'd love to have you officiate our game. I said, yeah, sure, I'd, I'd be happy to. Well, it was, I, I didn't know it, but it was an, an inclusion game. And it was East Bridgewater against Carver. And the two instances that that, that are just with me like ever uh, is the blind girl that had a guide human yep. holding her by the arm. And every once in a while, the seeing-eye human would step on the ball and the blind and she put the blind girl's foot at the ball and she'd kick it. And it would go sideways, upside down, and she'd laugh. Everybody and, cheers. Oh yeah. God almighty. Yep. But but the other instance was a, a girl that was maybe junior high school, sophomore, junior, senior, had cerebral palsy. So bad that she had to have two humans carrying her and and walking her out in the field. And once again, the, the they'd put her foot on the ball. Right. Oh. And, but to see the, her, the, the joy in her face. That's what it's all about. And, and the high school kids, I really have to give them a lot of credit. They, they, the athletes now... Uh, helping the kids to can. I I did a, a basketball game in Hingham. Was the same thing with the Hingham basketball players. I think there were uh, three basketball players uh, uh, and and two kids that had some challenges. And and everything was around the kids with challenges. In our era, you're a little bit older than I am. I think. How old are you now? Seventy three. Yep, just a tad older than I am. We never saw that. Uh, those kids were not allowed to play. No. Yeah, they were locked away. No. Mm. Yep. They were absolutely locked it's away. just incredible. Yeah. My mother, my mom and dad, who love what you're doing, um, my brother's, you know, not one of those quiet ones. He makes me look like, geez, he's a wild man. He's still going pretty strong at 75. And that was the first couple about town, my mom and dad, 
who decided not only were they not going to lock him away, this is important because we're fighting right. the same yeah. fight oh, yeah. for the veterans now. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. So they took him in public everywhere. And, oh, he's a handful. He'd walk right up and take a cookie right out of your hand yep. if you were eating it, you know. Oh, and, I do that. And my, yeah, me too. We're all the same. <laughs> and um, so my parents had to make our whole lives 100% equal because he couldn't fight for the last cookie or fight right. for anything. And, he, and you couldn't say, well, it's okay not to have him here. You can have him here. So we grew up with this pure bless equality. Them. Bless them. They're the it's ones tough. that changed yeah. it. And because that he was out in public, the first legislation, I'll make the story short, the first legislation that came up for handicapped kids, late 50s, early 60s, I'm sitting next to Dad, a state rep calls up and says to him, I'm up here at the state house with legislation for those kids that are off a little bit. Do I see your brother's name, Ricky's name on there? Dad says, yeah, it's Ricky's name. He said, what is it, Dad? Didn't technically know. And my dad says to him, he says, my dad turns to him and says, Normie, just pass the freaking thing. Right. And I heard with my own ears, okay, Chet. Yep. That's because he was out in public. So can you yep. imagine something passing like that now? No. Oh. Just pass the wow. freaking thing. Okay, oh. Chet. Yeah. Not going to happen but today. That's what you need. You need something yeah. just pass the God down. You know, and, and, and not for nothing, but on the news right now is a, a town that is having some financial questions dating back already four or five or six months. They're just getting around to naming a committee. To, to look into who they're going to hire to do the investigation. By the, by the time it's going to be sure. done, it's going to be yesterday. Yeah, it's insanity. And, well, and, and, and who, who, it, it's unbelievable, Wolfie, that would never happen anymore. We, no, we've, got no speaker, happen. we've got no Speaker of the House no. right now. No, I was going to say, you know what, all these poor kids need a shake, just pass it. That yep. We didn't hear anyone say that, but what you're doing now, you're helping to fund that, you're helping to push it, you're helping to keep it alive. That's the, that's what our job is. Yeah, but they threw out Kevin McCarthy, who I'm not a fan of, and we're not big political junkies by that's any fair. stretch, but he reached across the aisle, and well, they fired him. Well, well, I will disagree with you on that. All right, let's not get into that. We're not going to get into politics. Instead, but- let's say, do you know what the uh, definition of a committee is? It's a group of individuals who individually can't get anything done, but collectively can decide that nothing can be done. Stop everything. And that happens today. Well, you're getting back, though, uh, just to get back to the golf tournament a a little bit. um, Oh, yeah. No, I I, I think we've gotten away from it. We have it every June, and um, I don't have the date yet. It's usually the third week, third Friday in June. I do not need golfers. Thank you if you're thinking of it. I need sponsors. And what and what type of sponsors? Whole uh, sponsors. Uh, you can sponsor. Uh, I have some groups in. Uh, since I'm union associated, we have a lot of great unions that will pick up an extra foursome, and I'll give it to veterans groups, DAV groups. Great, great, great. Uh, I invite every year. I invite um, a group from the home base. Unfortunately, the last couple of years they haven't been able to make it, but DAVs, any veteran groups that uh, want to play, I have a free foursome for them. And that's because of the generosity of the laborers' union, nice. the, the electricians' union, the IBW, the plumbers, the pipe fitters, the One, fitters. And they're all giving back. They're all giving back. The teams, everyone, every union you can think of participates in this tournament. Great. And, it, and I, I always, as a former union president, uh-huh. we're our worst enemy because we don't publicize some of the community things that we do. And this is a fine example of it. Um, most of the money that I raise comes from 
labor un- uh, groups or uh, union members that play in the tournament? Well, and this show was started, Bob, because there's not enough airtime given to good stories. Yep. Yeah, and and this, everybody wants to know about the bombing here and the, the mass shooting and the yep. whatever, whatever. But how about the PACT Act? Right. How, how about saving people's... How about free hearing aids? Right. Free glasses? Free prescriptions? Instead of a 1% tax break for the wealthy. I mean, it's insane. I, 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 I told you I did that for a living, so we're not going to talk politics, but it's insanity. You, yeah. you sit there sometimes and you just shake your head. How can, how can they get a hold of you to um, sponsor? What numbers do they call? Um, they can call the Homeless Shelter for Veterans in Boston on Court Street. And I, I can actually look up the phone number. It's. Um, I think I'm going to have Andy McCauley's phone number. Yeah, I, I think I have Andy's. I'm not giving Andy's out. Well, for, for we, we need to take a break. Larry, why don't we take our, our last break here? We'll look up the... Uh, the uh, phone number for the New England Center for uh, Veterans. What, New England Center for Veterans is they that what they? Yeah. Anymore. No, oh no. 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 Okay. New England Center for Veterans. Okay. Um, and we'll be back after these messages, and we'll share that phone number with you. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are in the fourth quarter of uh, tonight's show. But I want to mention to all our listeners that. Uh, uh, through the through the m- mastery of technology, uh, not only do we uh, uh, offer our show here live uh, on uh, WATD uh, and WMEX, uh, uh, we're here live as as you're listening uh, tonight. But the Reach Across America rebroadcasts this show uh, every Wednesday evening at ten o'clock. And Sunday morning at 6 a.m. So for your early morning risers and uh, uh, that want to catch uh, last week's uh, uh, show, we uh, replay the show uh, as well as the Marshfield uh, Broadcasting uh, uh, Cable Company uh, uh, televises our show for us. Uh, so we, uh, we we have some exposure now, folks. And, uh, you know, so if you miss us here, uh, you can... Uh, Grab us there, or you can always go to our website, veteransvoicenetwork.org, and by three days after the show, uh, the replay will be online. Will be online, so you can go back and uh, and listen to that. So that's one thing that we we never do, Wolfie. We don't we don't broadcast enough. No, we don't pitch our. And talking about pitching our own stuff, we just got to give the phone number. Um, for Bobby's Bobby's event, this is the mail handlers union that put this out. It's the New England Vet Centers. That's who we just saved a vet from sleeping in the street last night, um, and they really do so many different things: the mental health part, the physical health, the, the short work, term, the, the long term. Yeah. They find jobs for them, and, yeah. and they house them. And Wolfie, they do so much. And um, you're going to give them the phone number. Yeah. Before you do that, though, uh, forget my golf tournament in June. You can feed a veteran too. There's, you can make a donation that you could buy lunch for a veteran, for all the veterans, or you could buy your breakfast. If you're a business out there listening to this show. Uh, reach out to the homeless shelter, um, to the center for veterans rather, and 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 donate. Especially uh, if you're looking for a legitimate cause to donate yep, to. Yep. There's not much more legitimate cause, is there, Bob? Nope, than nope. the potential of. What used to be homeless veterans? Right. You can tour the place, too, which is just amazing. 
uh, and give you a little history on the Senate. Um, Joe Moakley, Congressman Moakley, who passed away back in 2001, if I'm correct, uh, that was a GAO building at the time, and they got it for the uh, for the center. So the veterans have been in this since either 2000 or 2001, straight through, and it's because of the the work and the influence of of the former congressman who has passed on, uh, Joseph Moakley from from Boston. So, Wolfie, There's, with that. Yeah, so to help make a donation one way or the other, I'm sure it's on a website, too, which Greg and I are not smart enough to get that for you. So get your number two pencils, turn the envelope over on the back. Use the side without the eraser. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. my friend. That's you, McGinnis, and Richmond, and Earl. Nothing personal. (laughs) We're here for you. Um, It's 617-371-1700, which for you... um, Richmond is one seven zero zero. Yeah. All right. It's not the time. It's not five o'clock. It's a phone number. So, so to do that to get in the golf tournament, to get involved with it, and I'm sure it's New England Vet Center website, which will make more sense. It's it's really a, an amazing thing that really works. It's one of the few things that's actually working. It's been there a long time. And that number again is six one seven three seven one one seven zero zero. And again, give what you can give. Um, it was yeah. a great. It was a great, last last year. I want to thank you, Bob, for for letting me join you. Boy, the camaraderie that everybody showed there—that oh, it was so obvious that that they were all on the same page, that that they were happy to be there. Uh, I mean, smiles were galore in the meeting. We have people that keep coming back. We have one guy that's played all twenty-three. Tournaments. Why would you not? And I won't let him quit because he's the only one left that's made all. I mean, I've made them all. I don't play in it because I'm too unorganized to play and run it. Yeah. Uh, I love playing golf. Don't get me wrong. I'm just too unorganized to run it and play at the same time. And do the 18th hole. Uh, I'm telling you, I'd lose my mind trying to sure. do it. But um, it's just a, it's a fantastic event. My wife, my wife Karen, is amazing. She is uh, she's the one that keeps the uh, the, the um, she keeps it organized. Because I tend to, to uh, I'm the blonde of the. Uh, of the uh, Wolfie of, has a sister, Kim. Yeah. And and that's what Kim does. Yep. Wolfie shoots his mouth while Kim's right. doing all the work and yep. telling everybody like, what to what to do. Sounds and, like Karen. And now yeah. we we've had 33 or 34 drive food drive-throughs, that 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 we have 20 or 30 volunteers show up and they all look to Kim for. Oh, and what do I do? What do you need me right. for? What do you what, what do you need? And yeah. uh, we, we did thirty three here. We were just driving through Braintree, and my Susan says, "Didn't we just have a food drive up here by yeah. the police station?" So we probably did fifty altogether. We did thirty three yeah. out of here. We did Quincy, yeah, Braintree, Quincy a little bit, and 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 before we uh, uh, run out of time, Wolfie and I want to make a make make a plea to all of you folks out there whether you can give a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. If you could drop off a, a food card, a, 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 a what do you call gift those? Card. Gift card. Yep. Here, here at the uh, at at the station, you can leave it off at the at the desk downstairs. Uh, uh, Wolfie and I will take that and uh, 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 turn it into as much uh, 
uh, uh, food as we can. To We're having trouble getting food. That's what this is that's about. That's the problem, folks. And then the food drive is in two weeks, and then Thanksgiving's a week or two after that. So we're really hustling to get food. And, and, and WMEX, WATD has been wonderful. Greg just talked to a person who was going to give us some dough. And yep. We have truckloads of, of sodas coming in, and they are stepping up. We just got great big wheels of cheese from one of the guys. But we give away so much food. How about 100 squashes? How about a Absolutely. hundred butternut squash so everybody yeah. has a butternut squash for their for their Thanksgiving table? How yeah. how, how about turkey stuffing? Yeah. How about cranberry sauce? Potatoes and onions. I mean, all of that yeah. stuff. We 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 definitely uh, uh, want uh, the 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 next uh, event is going to be November ninth. So that la- the week of November 9th is when you'd want to get in touch with Wolfie or myself. We'll we'll come and pick up the food. No, uh, if it's uh, something that needs to be frozen, we have a freezer. We'll uh, we'll we'll take it, organize it, and uh, hopefully we can uh, 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 offer a happy Thanksgiving in a full stomach to a to a bunch of people that. Uh, we take it. care of uh, that. It's and, yeah, and certainly deserves. This is for the commercial too. It's not, you know one can is nice, but we do eight hundred meals on Thanksgiving. We do six thousand pounds in an hour and forty five minutes out of the radio station. It's amazing. So so we really need if the commercial situation. If it's uh, scratch the can or it's not a great seller or you have too much of it, we can get that on a weekly or a monthly basis. We really need to be at that level. Any farmers out there? If you got some yeah. extra produce. Come call me and Wolfie. I'm at 781-985-1551. I'll be there with my pickup truck. We'll fill up the back with uh, rutabagas. It doesn't matter what you have if uh, if, if if they can provide a, a, a healthy meal for uh, some folks that really deserve it. But uh, Bob, I want to thank. I, before I go, yeah. Besides, uh, my wife and I, Kathy Caulfield from the Mail Hymnes Union, has been involved in the tournament all 24 years as well. She's the one that's organized. My wife and her are the two people that are organized, and I just go to the mic and, and yell things out. Very nice. That's nice. Again, thank you for having us on. And, and again, if you're not going to give to the veterans groups or the, or the food bank, give to something. Give back. We're all, 